Hello, and thanks for tuning in. Today, the focus will be on Proverbs 16 and John 16. One of the interesting things I've noted in looking at Proverbs 16, as opposed to the other Proverbs that preceded it, uh, is that this time, uh, virtually every line is positive. Uh, as opposed to half the line being positive and the other half being a condemnation or a warning. For example, in the first proverb, in Proverbs 16, it says, The plans of the mind belong to mortals, comma, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. And uh, verse 2, or Proverbs 2, All one's ways may be pure in one's own eyes, Comma, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Uh, three, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. That's the whole proverb. Uh, four, the Lord has made everything for its purpose, even the wicked for the day of trouble. And so as we go through Proverbs 16, I encourage you to look for the positive uh, nature of this proverb as opposed to uh, splitting the verses or the Proverbs up between a positive first half and a negative second half. And then in John 16, Jesus continues with his uh, speech to the disciples about the Advocate uh, being the Holy Spirit and trying to explain to them more clearly uh, that his death is imminent, uh, but that the Lord will continue to pick them up and bless them. So we begin with Proverbs 16. The plans of the mind belong to mortals, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All one's ways may be pure in one's own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. The Lord has made everything for its purpose even the wicked for the day of trouble. All those who are arrogant are an abomination to the Lord. Be assured they will not go unpunished. By loyalty and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of the Lord, one avoids evil. When the ways of people please the Lord, he causes even their enemies to be at peace with them. Better is a little with righteousness than large income with injustice. The human mind plans the way, but the Lord directs the steps. Inspired decisions are on the lips of a king. His mouth does not sin in judgment. Honest balances and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. It is an abomination to kings to do evil. For the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of a king, and he loves those who speak what is right. A king's wrath is a messenger of death, and whoever is wise will appease it. In the light of a king's face there is life, and his favor is like the clouds that bring the spring rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. The highway of the upright avoids evil. Those who guard their way preserve their lives. Pride goes before destruction.
and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be of a lowly spirit among the poor than to divide the spoil with the proud. Those who are attentive to a matter will prosper, and happier those who trust in the Lord. The wise of heart is called perceptive, and pleasant speech increases persuasiveness. Wisdom is a fountain of life to one who has it, but folly is the punishment of fools. The mind of the wise makes their speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to their lips. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Sometimes there is a way that seems to be right, but in the end it is the way to death. The appetite of workers works for them. Their hunger urges them on. Scoundrels concoct evil, and their speech is like a scorching fire. A perverse person spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. The violent entice their neighbors and lead them in a way that is not good. One who winks the eyes plans perverse things. One who compresses the lips brings evil to pass. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. One who is one who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and one whose temper is controlled than one who captures a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but the decision is the Lord's alone. So again, in Proverbs 16, uh, there is, uh, you know, I'm a little corrected in this, in that uh, there are the warnings that come in some of these Proverbs in the second half, but much more than the preceding Proverbs, what we see is that there's some entire verses or entire Proverbs in Proverbs 16 which are positive and, um, and not frightening. Then we move on to John 16. I have said these things to you to keep you from stumbling. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, an hour is coming when those who kill you will think that by doing so, they are offering worship to God. And they will do this because they have not known the Father or me. But I have said these things to you so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you about them. The work of the Spirit. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because they do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father and you will see me no longer. About judgment, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, 
he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Sorrow will turn to joy. A little while and you will see me no longer. And again a little while and you will see me. Then some of his disciples said to one another, What does he mean by saying this to us? A little while and you will no longer see me. And again a little while and you will see me and because I am going to the Father. They said, What does he mean by this, a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, Are you discussing among yourselves what I meant when I said, A little while, and you will no longer see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? Very truly I tell you, You will weep and mourn, but the world will rejoice. You will have pain, but your pain will turn into joy. When a woman is in labor, she has pain because her hour has come. But when her child is born, she no longer remembers the anguish because of the joy of having brought a human being into the world. So you have pain now, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice. And no one will take your joy from you. On that day, you will ask nothing of me. Very truly, I tell you, if you ask anything of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, so that your joy may be made complete. Peace for the Disciples I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures, but will tell you plainly of the Father. On that day you will ask in my name. I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I am leaving the world and am going to the Father. His disciples said, Yes, now you are speaking plainly, not in any figure of speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need to have anyone question you. By this we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? The hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered, each one to his home, and you will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have said this to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you face persecution, but take courage. I have conquered the world. Thus we end the 16th chapter of the Gospel of John. The readings today have been from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. I'd like to share with you some questions for reflection upon what we have just read. Number one, do you notice something different in the literary style of Proverbs 16 
and the previous Proverbs. Number two, which of these Proverbs mean uh, the most to you and why? Three, what are your thoughts about John 16? After reading John 16, can you understand the confusion of the disciples when trying to understand the teachings of Jesus, particularly about where he was going? Number five, what did you learn in John 16 regarding the role of the Advocate or the Holy Spirit? And finally, are there any other observations you have from John chapter 16? I'd like to offer a prayer for today. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you for this day. Whatever this day will bring, sunshine or rain, happiness or pain, I thank you for this day. Thank you for watching over me as I slept through the night. Thank you for the dreams you placed in my head. Thank you for causing my heart to beat and my lungs to fill and release the oxygen of life. Thank you for protecting me from those who would do me harm and danger. Thank you for helping my food to digest as I slept. Thank you for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, which is located in the heart of Detroit and at the tip-top of the Medical Center area of Detroit. Our street address is 600 East Warren Avenue. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning, but also we worship on Wednesdays at noon. Tomorrow, I will be reading from Proverbs 17 and John 17. And I hope that you'll plan now to join with me. Until tomorrow, God bless.